Welcome back to this week's edition of the Rangers Report. Of course, we've got to reflect on the back-to-back -back victories over Stoke City and Preston North End. As always, I'm joined by Andy Sinton as we speak to Ziad Lakesh, as well as looking ahead to the clash with Hull City. This is the Rangers Report, brought to you in association with RFI. Since December's here and back-to-back -back wins, the smile has returned that we saw earlier in the season. How are we? Really good. Uh, has to be said, a fantastic few days for for Marty and the his staff and the squad and everyone at the club, including our fans. But um, small little steps, but uh, now huge four days. Before we continue, um, nice outfit, by the way. I'm glad we yeah, coordinated very well. Thank you. Yours <laughs> is probably more expensive than mine, actually, but. Um, but uh, no, looking very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get straight to it. So you mentioned victories over Stoke and Preston. First of all, on Tuesday night, under the lights in W12 was Stoke City. Before we speak about the game, of course, we pay respects to former player and manager Terry Venables. The minutes of applause before the game was a moving moment, wasn't it? Yeah, very much so. I think uh, football has lost another uh, great person uh, and you know when he's been at your club and he's served your club so well as Terry did you know five years as a player over 200 appearances uh, speak to players who played with him said he was a wonderful player a gifted player then uh, he goes on to manage the club leads us to uh, an FA Cup final uh, wins the league the following season and finishes fifth in the, the highest division and qualifies for, for Europe brilliant achievements at QPR and then we all know he leaves to go to one of the giants of world football in Barcelona and does brilliant uh, in, in his managerial career. Um, manages his country, gets, gets to within a, a kick of a, or a penalty kick away from a final to where I think we probably would have won that tournament. I know it's easy to say, but uh, no, a wonderful career, both as a player and as a manager. And um, yeah, um, etched into the memory of the history of QPR and will always be remembered here. And the game that followed that minute's applause was one would Terry been a bit proud of? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I think he would have been proud of lots of what happened during the game, but you know what game? It was just a roller coaster of a roller coaster of emotions. You know what what went in front of us um, and ebbed and flowed. But uh, credit to the players, they found a way to win it. And we struggled for goals at home this season. And like London buses, four came at once. <laughs> it was. Quite an unusual night in the way it all sort of panned out in the end. Well, as I say, a roller coaster. You know, we 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 get our noses in front early on. Um, credit to Linden, steps up and takes the penalty really calmly. Um, then before half time, I think we've got two glorious opportunities to. I wouldn't say put the game to bed, but you know, put some put some daylight between us and Stoke. You know, uh, Smithy uh, has a chance that the keeper makes a great save and. Linden with his 1v1 and from that they go up the other end, Asmia makes a 1v1 save and, but they score a little bit fortuitous from the, from the corner but from going in possibly half time 2 or 3 nil up you go in 1-1 and we've seen that happen to us before. We mentioned the decisions, we mentioned the penalty, the sending off as well. Does that show that football sometimes what goes around comes around in the end? We've had a few decisions we felt went yeah, against us and yeah. now yeah, I felt on the night. The the yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, on the night it was a couple of decisions went in our favour. That's why 
certainly you'll never hear me going overboard about decisions, good or bad, because uh, I think everyone in football is very quick to point out when things go against them. But sometimes when things go in your favour, but uh, no, maybe that's what we wanted. You know, um, penalty sending off. I think you could sense the whole stadium get a real lift when they went down to ten men, and it was like, come on, this is going to be the night. But uh, it almost went the other way. You know, Stoke go ahead. They score a really good goal. Great finish from the edge of the box. You could you could sense the mood within the stadium went a bit flat. But I've just said, you know, uh, credit to. Marty, his staff, they made some subs and the players on the pitch, 15 minutes to go, they, uh, they found a way to, to get, first of all, get back in the game, then go on and win it and it was, it was a brilliant last 15 minutes. And Lyndon Dykes, his yeah. second goal of the afternoon, of the evening, got, is what got us going yeah. and what strike that was. Yeah, what a strike, uh, you know, he's got a hell of a lot to do there, ball in, gets a ricochet or a, a header, he's, he's facing away from goal, he's, he's touch on his chest and then he swivels and puts a pretty much an unstoppable shot into the, the bottom corner. And when that went in, you, you saw the reaction from the players and you, you felt, come on, we can go and win this now. We talk, everyone talks about the championship and it's such a squad game, use your squad, the amount of games we had. We had three games in a week. It was quite relentless. And Ziad Larkesh is someone that's sort of been on the fringes this season. And he came on, made an impact and... Got the assist for what was no goal in the well, end. Well, it is a, it is a squad game. Um, and you know, when you're on the bench, you might be disappointed to be on the bench. You might just have to sit there for a few games and, and wait for your chance. But it's important when that chance comes, you take it. And Ziad, um, I felt, did that. He came on, he gave us some energy. And I think the third goal, um, the Ben Pearson own goal, was, was credit to him because of his tenacity, refused to give up on a situation, put them under pressure. How many times in that corner position do you see an attacking player put their hands on the defender and he goes down and it's a foul, and it's an infuriating one. Yeah, did really well not yep. to do that, didn't he? Yeah, uh, stays patient but is tenacious, comes out with it, puts the ball into a dangerous area which asks Preston to defend and Ben Pearson sticks out a leg, diverts it into the net and uh, let's say that was, that was huge relief and you're thinking, I certainly had a quick look at the clock but there was more to come and, you know, delighted, absolutely thrilled for Chris Willock, um, you know, for one, he's playing again because um, he's, he's such a good player. Uh, for him to, again, come off the bench and get that first goal of the season and the manner he did, he picks it up. I think it's about a yard inside his, the Preston half and he just drives and keeps going. He shifts it onto his right foot, makes the angle and puts a, puts a beautifully crafted right foot curling shot into the bottom corner and you could see what that meant to the players the way they celebrate I think players ran from the bench and I think that was relief of what everyone at the club has been through certainly the players um, but no a great night uh, yeah really good I spoke to Lyndon Dykes after the game and he <coughs> emphasized exactly that it was a sense of relief yeah. and yeah. finally something's gone our yeah. way and we can build on that well, the home win, you know, you've got, you've got to win home games in our home form. Um, I'm not going to dress it up, it's been awful. Um, you know, one win in a calendar year. Uh, that was our first win since um, March, you know, so our fans have been starved of anything to, to, to really hang on to, and they've been brilliant. So, yeah, it was relief. But I think there was bits in that game that showed what we're about, what we're capable of, because I don't think we're at our best. I think under Marty, I think Marty would probably say that was 
probably not not the best that yeah. we've played. Yeah. Um, but as I say, it's a, it, certainly in a situation that we're in, it's about finding a way, finding a way to, to stay in games, finding a way to get over the line and get some points on the board. And they did that, and that would have given everyone a lifter. And the relentless nature of the championships, we said, Friday night, live yeah. on Sky Sports, trip up to Preston North End. I didn't make the trip, but it was pretty cold up there, wasn't it? I think I just about thawed out. I think it was absolutely freezing. But uh, now you mentioned the nature of the championships. So we, so we go from that brilliant win and the emotion that that went up, but very quickly, the players were back in the next day. You know, you're very quickly your attention turns to the next game. Um, I love what Marty says. You know, he says enjoy the enjoy the night, enjoy the win, but you know, let's be humble and we we start again very very quickly, and that's what they did. And you're thinking, you know, you've got that win with everything that went with it. Can we, can we now go and back it up up with Preston? Tough place to go. Um, freezing cold night. If you looked at the pitch, I think there was a couple of dis discussions beforehand about, you know, the pitch. And as the night went on, would it, would it get any worse? Have you um, ever played on a pitch similar to that? I played on <laughs> What's the... How does it feel? What impact does it have on your performance? I think it, I think, I think it can affect you. Certainly different types of players, you know, and if we're a, under Marty, if we're a footballing type of team there, which obviously Marty is, and what he's trying to bring here, it's probably going to affect you. But I think I made a, a comment on commentary, once the, ref, once the referee says the game's on, uh, you've got to get your head straight, you've got to get your mindset, and there's no excuses, and uh, I thought the first half, if you looked at the game, both teams I thought were very tentative, um, it was a nothing of a first half really, no real goal map action. Um, but second half, I thought we were absolutely superb. Our football seemed to warm the pitch up a little bit, didn't it? As I say, second half, superb. I know we made a substitution which um, has been talked about um, and, and, and credit for that uh, and to Elias for coming on and his type of performance, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But I thought in the second half, once we went 1-0 up, I thought we showed what Marty wants from his team. I think we showed what we're actually capable of. I think the players looked like they enjoyed on a freezing cold night in a, uh, a not so great pitch. I think they enjoyed the game. They looked like they were full of confidence, which is easier said than done when you're still in the position we're in. But uh, no, we were excellent. We talk about Ilias Chair as he came on at half-time. Is it amazing man management from Marty? <laughs> or sit and say, oh, what a decision. It's when you win. <laughs> yeah. What was Ilias thinking watching the first half? Do you reckon he was, oh, I need to get on the pitch and prove my... Well, well, I saw Marty's and I saw Ilias's interview. You know, he's obviously disappointed not to. Not, I think Ilias, as any player should, just wants to play every single game. If you look at Ilias's, I know we spoke about it a few weeks ago. If you look at Ilias's output over recent seasons, he's he's pretty much available or plays nearly every game, and he'll just want. He's the type of that. Knowing Ilias as I know Ilias, he just wants to play. So he would have been disappointed not to play. But you got to respect the coach's decision. Uh, and you sit and you wait for your chance, and when your chance comes, you um, you respond in the best way. And I thought Ilias was magnificent in, in the second half. He he really got us playing uh, a hand in both goals, but not just Ilias. I thought we as a team were excellent with and without the ball. You know, a lot of people were purring about the way we played, but I was actually really impressed with what we did without the ball as well. You know, our organisation, our uh, togetherness, our, our focus, our our ability to defend in situations, um, and that's that's credit to the work that's been done on the training ground as well. But uh, a, a super second half and a great win. We talked through the two goals. Paul Smith 
we finally saw the backflips. We spoke about them back in August. We finally got to see them in, in their full glory. His first goal back, obviously, here at QPR following his return. And then Chris Willock, two and two. Can't get much better than that, can you? Pleased for both the players, sir. Pleased for the team. Pleased for both the players. You know, Paul, obviously, his first goal back. Um, I like Paul's goal from a, from a, a former winger's point of view because when Ilias picks up on the left, if you were to stop the camera, Paul's really high and wide on the right-hand side. But as soon as Ilias picks it up, he's, he's on his way. And I was always told as a winger from the opposite side, get inside the far post and lock the door, if you like. And Ilias puts in a, a fantastic ball. That's asking defenders all sorts of questions, you know, as well as the goalkeeper. And Paul comes on the blind side of the, uh, of the defender and gets a, a touch from two yards and it trickles across the line. But uh, Albeit from two yards, how difficult is that finish? Yeah, because it's benched just in, just in front of him. So, you know, you know, one, you've got to make your run, time your run, uh, keep your eye on the ball, as well as you've got a defender trying to fight you off. And you've got to make sure that you get something on it, which he did. And uh, that's a, it's a really well-crafted goal and delighted for Paul. See the somersault. Do you ever try one of them? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Certainly not on a pitch like that either. But uh, no, and as I say, that would have done him the world of good uh, individually. But from that moment, I thought the, us as a team, um, I think Marty used the word of our identity started to come out. I think we saw exactly what we're about and what we're capable about. And, the second goal was just a fit and finale. You know, mentioned uh, Ziad in the previous game. He came on again, threads a lovely ball into Ilias. Uh, he takes it on the half turn, full back on the opposite side. A little bit of sleep, uh, but soon as Ilias gets half turn, Chris recognises that and gets on the move. Ilias fires it into an area, and Chris. It looks quite a simple finish, but you know what? It's all about the movement, um, getting the right sort of contact. And I've said, and I'll, I'll say it again, delighted for Chris, been through a little bit of a tough time, but he's a quality, quality player that we're going to need in the coming weeks and months. You mentioned Ziad. We caught up with defender Ziad Larkesh following his assist against Stoke City and then his performance against Preston North End. We're here at Heston with defender Ziad Larkesh. Ziad, how's it been since your summer move here to QPR? So it's been like really good because uh, I met like new teammates, it was a new environment and uh, I think I've settled really well. Uh, I'm good with everyone from the staff, even the first staff and now the second one. And all my teammates, everyone working at the club, so and even the facilities, they're brilliant. So at the moment about that is good, now we want to get obviously better results, hopefully. How is the relationship with the lads? Can anyone speak French? Uh, there is Ilias, yeah. Ilias speaks French and uh, he speaks also Arabic and uh, Ryan Cooley speaks uh, Algerian. But now I think I'm quite comfortable with the English, so it's okay, to be fair. And on the pitch, you seem to be somewhat of a lucky charm. Out of the games we have won, you featured in three of them. It must be a nice feeling when we do get a victory, even if they have been few and far between. Yeah, it's always good to, to be part of a team when, when we're winning. It's really important for me. Uh, during like my short career, since I was young, I was used to being teams that they were just winning. So for me, it's really important to, to have this mentality and not get used with the defeat. It, it should be like the opposite, I would say. So yeah, no, uh, I'm happy to be that, but hopefully, definitely more to come, hopefully. Obviously, Gareth Ainsworth brought you in in the summer. Now Marty Spencer is his manager. How have things changed under him for you personally? 
Yeah, I think obviously when a, a new manager comes, he comes with uh, his own idea, uh, with his personality, and uh, I think at the moment he's doing a, a great job, and uh, I've got good relationship with him. He speaks also a little bit of French, I forget to mention, he speaks a little bit. So uh, now at the moment, he, I think he wants to bring like really a, a proper style of football, and he really wants to bring like this winning mentality, so I think that's really good for for me, for the lads and for the club. And someone like you as well, you're very technical on the ball, you like to play good football. How does this benefit you as well? Yeah, obviously I played like all my life 4-3-3 and uh, I can play also like uh, left wing back is what I've played all my life. So I think this system can suit me. But uh, wherever I need to play, I will try always my best. But uh, yes, this system is good for me, like to play, to try to triangle on the side and that's so yeah, I'm happy with that. And talk us through the Stoke game as well, Tool when you came on, and then the assist. Talk us through when it hit the back of the net. Yeah, it was a really nice feeling, you know, like I came on really at the, I think it was almost the last minute of the game before adding time. So just so the guy said I need to press him, you know, but without making a foul. That was my thing, you know, because otherwise the ref would say foul directly. And yeah, really happy, you know, it was an unbelievable feeling because it was the first win at home. I think it was really important for, for us, obviously, but definitely for our fans. I think they deserve this win after such a long time. So, obviously, many more to come. And the, re the relentless nature of the championship with Preston on the Friday night straight away, and we got a good performance up there and a good result, didn't we? I think it was important to get a, a good result and a win, and especially a clean sheet was a good one. And uh, so, obviously, to get two wins in a row is, is really, really good. but. We need to remember like we're still in the relegation battle and definitely we need to, to keep pushing to, to be first out of this relegation battle and after keep working hard and keep moving to be higher and higher on the league table hopefully. You played your part in the second goal at Deepdale as well, didn't you? Yeah, I was happy to be part of that, you know, like whatever I can bring to the team, if it's like defensively, with my impact of also, also offensively with the run I can bring on even the, the assist, the cross, everything. I would be really happy, you know, like what the manager gave me, I will try to, to give him back and give him back to the, the fan and the people that trust me. And just how cold was it up at Preston on Friday? <laughs> so cold, so cold. But I was like at the north last season, so I'm a little bit used to that, but yeah, it was okay. Back in action on Saturday, whole city in, in W12. It must be nice to be back in the whole fan so quickly after the win. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be like important week because we've got like three games in a week and it's a good challenge. I think Hull is a good team. Uh, they play some good football, so we need to be focused for this game and hopefully get the results. And a busy Christmas period, a lot of games coming up. For someone like yourself who's trying to claim your stake in the first team, trying to get more minutes under your belt, how important is that period for you? Yeah, I think it's important for me, for the team, for everyone, because it's an opportunity to to win as many points as we can. So I think it's really important. And uh, for myself personally, uh, I will be ready, be fit, and uh, when the manager needs me, I hopefully will be there. So since Ziad, we mentioned about the importance of the squad, especially you see the Christmas schedule coming up, now the FA Cup draw as well. How, what bigger role can he play for us this year? Every player in the squad's got a huge role to play. Uh, whether you start games, whether you come off the bench, whether you're on the bench and not get used, how you how you act, how you train, and then around the training ground, everyone's gonna gonna play their part. Um, certainly, when you you come up like we did last week, you know, three games in six days, we've got a massive week coming up again. So, um, if you're not in the starting eleven, you've got to be ready 
for when you're called upon because if you're not that one opportunity might come and you might get overlooked for uh, many a week again so uh, now credit the credit the to Ziad. What I like about Ziad, you know, the last time he played at Loftus Road, he had a bit of an uncomfortable afternoon, as the whole team did. Um, but he came on at Stoke, showed a real energy, a real tenacity. Uh, his part in that goal shouldn't be overlooked. Um, and delighted for him because he's a young kid still making his way in the game. And again, that'll do him the, 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 the world of good, what he's done in the last couple of games, albeit coming off the bench. Looking ahead to the busy schedule, it was... We've seen the Christmas jumpers. That means FA Cup is that yours. <laughs> FA Cup third round is nearing, um, and the draw, Bournemouth at home. What was your take on it? Yeah, you get what you get. Uh, I'm a little bit old-fashioned. I love the FA Cup. I want to go as far as I possibly can uh, with your team. I think the fans love it. We already spoke about you know Terry earlier on getting the getting the club as a, a Division Two team then to a to the final. You know it's. Um, it, it's brilliant, um, yeah, and it gives us somewhere to go. If I'm a player, you want to pick your wits against people who are playing at the higher level. So whatever team that we send out, but I think more importantly, what have we got between them? We've probably got five or six games, so I think Bournemouth can really get put on the back burner, and um, we 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 address and we we tackle what's right in front of us at this moment in time. And that is whole city at home on Saturday. Yep. Another must win. Another important game. Very important game. Um, you know, can we back up the two wins? Can we go three from three? Hull, probably surprising quite a few this year, you know, in the playoff positions. Um, no surprise to me. I think we've got a talented young coach in, uh, in Liam. Um, got some really good players in attacking areas that will cause anyone problems on their day, as they have done. You know, any team that goes to Leicester and wins needs to be given the utmost respect, and I'm sure we'll, we'll do that to Hull. But again, it's about us. We're, we're back at home. Can we get the fans on board? Can we put in another performance? Can we get another result? So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. We haven't won three games in a row since October 2022. So, how nice would that be to come away with? Well, it'll be huge. Nine points. Yeah, I'm not wanting to get wrapped up in you know, records and this, that, and the other. I think the situation that we're in at the minute, we just need to go one game at a time. We've got two wins, we've got six points. That's made a hell of a difference for the mood of everyone. It's made a hell of a difference with the league table as well because a week ago, uh, probably you were looking at about a mini league of about four. Now you've pulled another three or four into that where you're within touch and distance if you get your own job done. And I mentioned get your own job done because I think that's important because we won against Stoke and the next night I think a lot of people were disappointed that Huddersfield yeah. went up to Sunderland and win but can't worry about other teams. We've just got to do our job. We have to get a level of consistency in our performance that gives you the best chance to get results and certainly since Marty's come in what's he been in five games I think the improvement in the team the way we're playing is there for everyone to see but he'll be the first one to say and I know he has said it we've took big steps in the last couple of weeks but we've actually in the in the bigger scheme of things we've took little steps that we need to keep building on every day we need to keep pushing get better and better individually and collectively since, as always, thank you and I'll see you on Saturday at Loftus Road. Look forward to it. This has been the Rangers Report. Mm -hmm.